Dunkin' Cold Coffee can be brewed at home in your Keurig coffee maker with Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods. Just brew it hot over ice and enjoy flavor that's crafted to serve cold. The home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. Good morning, I'm Alex. And I'm Sari, and we're at Boston University. And this is how we watch Hoda and Jenna. Coming up, someone's ball is about to get flipped, and she has no idea. Don't miss the big surprise. Plus, the mover and shaker who's become a Hollywood groundbreaker. And a friend of our show, Rabbi Steve Leader, opens up about a personal struggle that could help someone in your family right now. From NBC News, this is Today with Hoda Kotb and Jenna Bushager from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Hey guys, welcome in. It's October 5th, National Be Nice Day, so be extra kind to one another. Spread a little love. Okay, can we give a shout out to our cutest college friends, Alex and Sherry? They're journalism students at the Boston University. Thank you so much for watching. How I mean, cute are they? They're you, baby. Maybe we should go visit them at college. Y'all want us to come see you in your dorm? We'd like to. They're like, no, no moms. No, we watch you on TV. But thank you for watching our show. The world went cray yesterday because no one could get on Insta. <laughs> Did you see? People are like, I get in the car this morning and Eddie goes, Wow, you got a busy news day. I go, yeah, yeah. I go, what do you what? mean? He goes, well, because my wife couldn't get on Insta, so that's God. It's got to be. And I go, no, Eddie, that's going to be. We have a lot yeah, of stories. Nobody the oil cares. Spill. Bah, 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 bah. I came in, they're like, okay, we're leading with the Facebook and the Instagram <laughs> thing. I was like, wow. But six hours, when you can't get on for six hours. Can I say how, how embarrassed? I'll just tell you. Yeah. I was in the cab on the yeah. way home from work. Yeah. Going home. Yeah. Scrolling. Reset, resetting, reset, resetting. Refresh. I mean, Nothing. let's be honest. How many times did you refresh? I refreshed 47 yeah, times. Yeah, well, because I you thought it was app, yours. You thought it was me. me. Yeah, and, and then, then at the some Wi-Fi, point, I realized it was that it wasn't just down. me. But imagine that we, and I know that I, look, there are businesses that rely on Facebook and Instagram yes. and WhatsApp. People rely on WhatsApp to communicate with people. Right. It's not like no. everything's a luxury and looking at the kid with the cats and, oh, my God, how cute. <laughs> it's not all that, but. It may be the only thing we cannot live without for six hours. It if someone said you couldn't eat for six hours, you'd be like, oh, fine. well. If you can't get onto your apps for six well, hours. And I have to say, I was very productive. <laughs> you were? Who are you winking just, at? No, a nice lady was just waving out the window. You can't not wave. You, hey. you didn't wave, but you. No, but I didn't know. Oh, it's it's like there, she's right there. You can wave to her. No, she just. Yes, oh, she did. Hi. hi. How are Super you? Super nice. But you know when you're at dinner with like, yeah. with maybe your. Yeah. Look at you. No, but she's you might as well be on a date item. with her. I don't know. She was holding up an item. This is okay. what happens when I go to dinner with with Henry sometimes. Usually I'm you, though. We're in the middle of a conversation okay. about the world ending, and you're no, looking over here at her. Not the world ending. Facebook being turned off for six hours. Well, it was very dramatic in my cab. Well, the host from Late Night had fun with it. Let's take a look. People started noticing something was wrong this morning when they felt happy for more than 30 minutes. Now, clearly, this is the day the machines have risen up and are taking over. But don't panic. They only know our thoughts, feelings, family, friends, location, facial patterns, and banking data. Yes, Facebook's entire site crashed. They were like, oh my God, this is the best press we've had in months. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, it was a big deal for lots of people. Oops, I, I know I did that. We've been um, having a little bit of a Ricola 
during the thing. We both put it in and, and then we, we take, take it, out. it out. Things are contagious. Watching someone put something in their mouth, get watch it. When, if I pick up yes. my phone, you pick up yours. If I yawn, you yawn. If I yawn, you yawn. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it is time for Tuesday. Tuesday, we've missed it for last week, I think. So we're going to let our viewers pick what we are going to wear this week. Okay, here's a special spin, though. This Tuesday, Tuesday is different. We're actually getting a real stylist, what? a fashion stylist at Rent the Runway. Okay. These are what she picked for you and I, knowing our personalities. Shall we see how okay, options? Okay, let's see. I'm dying. Let's see. Wow. Leopard, meow. leopard pants and a black top, a purple dress. What is that? A little suit. What is it's a see? little, it's a, that's a, that's plaid suit. That's a top? That's a plaid suit. Oh, and look at, the, it looks like shorts and a top, oh, but it's all one thing. Okay, I like my choices. Okay, well, should we see, see mine? Jenna's, sure. I can't wait. I pick, I pick Okay, B. let's see. Oh, let's looky, looky. Wow. Ooh, these are cute. Um, <laughs> there's somebody behind yeah, there. That's all okay, right. a skirt with a turtleneck. I kind of like, that's cute. I bet that looks cute on you. A pant and a top. And, and a yellow the, uh, dress. You're either gonna. I like. I like them all. I like B though for you. I kind of like A. You like A, yeah. But, a but that, let's too. not. You know, who knows? But that's kind of cool. So we you have an actual stylist. Okay. Whoops. Are you, Sorry. Was that a hanger? Yeah. What that is was happening? I don't know. Stuff. Stuff uh, not right today. Everything's going wrong well, today. Well, it's because Mercury is in retrograde. Is that why I spilled the coffee? Oh yeah. Uh -huh. That's why you spilled the coffee. That's why you're staring at this woman over there I instead of listening to me. I am listening to you. I'm all. I only Can have eyes for you. Can say what also was supposed to happen last night? Oh. So, uh, since I was a little girl, I've had a problem, and this is the problem. If my parents said, "Today we're going to do something really fun," I would think that we were going to Disney World. Yeah. They would think we were going to lunch Cracker at the place Barrel. we go to lunch. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Crackle Barrel, yeah. Mickey D's. Yeah, Mickey D's. So I have high expectations. <laughs> Last night, we were supposed to do a surprise shoot. We had to cancel it. I said to them, is this surprise really going to hold my expectations? Because I thought maybe we could just like end up at Times Square. You yeah, know? It's a, we, they were surprising us with an activity that we didn't know about. In we New were York just going to go there in New York City. Well, we figured out what the surprise was. And, and we didn't go. It was... Harry, Harry Styles, Styles concert. I know the Harry we Styles concert. We were going concert. to be there at Madison Square Garden with Harry himself. Well, he wouldn't have seen us. You think? Well, he was going to wave, I think, oh, at us okay. or something. I'm not exactly anyway, sure. Anyway, it's such a bummer. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. The truth is, expectations yeah. really never meet reality, <laughs> it, and the best advice one. is to lower your expectations until last night. Wow, that was going to be really good. Well, maybe they'll have another surprise for us. Maybe. Won't be that. Okay, this is a big day, though. We, I love the first of the month when you announce your new books. I and mean, this one, everybody's raving about. Even Roker was talking about I know. About Roker's it. already read it. So October Book Club pick. Drum roll, please. It is the Lincoln Highway by Amor Tolls. It tells the story of an 18-year-old. His name is Emmett. He's dropped off at home in Nebraska after serving 15 months at a juvenile prison. Okay. Okay, but the only issue is what happens? two of his bunkmates who are who are raucous and kind yeah. of wild have snuck out of the jail. They've escaped huh. and they are in the warden's car and they all go on this cross-country epic journey. It's set oh, in 1950s wow. America. <gasps> the Lincoln Highway is actually a real highway. It starts in Times Square, so we can visit it, and, and it goes, goes all, all the way, way to California. And how many days does the book It cover? only spans 10 days, okay. but really, it, and it, it varies in mm -hmm. narrator from all of these really cool, incredible characters. It, it go, and you find out sort of why they are who they are. Okay. It's about home and hope, family. It's going to make you want oh, to go on an I epic get adventure. It. 
It is so good. I'm kind of embarrassed by how enthusiastic I was in the eight o'clock. <laughs> but that's well, just because I was like you were excited over. Yes. I love this book yes. so much, and I hope y'all will read with us. You can join the book club chat by going to day.com/slash/read with Jenna. And soon to be a movie, as they all do. Coming <laughs> up next, one uh, of you watching right now, maybe getting a phone call from oh us. Gosh, we are so excited because we're about to flip someone's ball. It could be you after this. Something bad has happened to mom. Streaming now on Peacock. Joy Delaney, mother of four, has gone missing. From the author of Big Little Lies and Nine Perfect Strangers. She will come back. You think we're this like big happy family? Oh, 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 oh. I have a confession. Starring Oscar nominee Annette Benning, Sam Neill, Jake Lacey, and Allison Brie. Secrets will poison any family. And what you don't know can hurt you. Apples never fall. Streaming now only on Peacock. Hi everyone, I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it is time for something we really love to do around here. We are about to flip your fall. Yeah. We've gotten tons of submissions <laughs> for this series, but one in particular really stood out. Okay, that's because the young man who nominated is so young, he had to put down his mom's email. Oh. So his name is it's 15-year-old Corey Wyke. He wrote about his favorite person in the whole wide world, his grandma, she's 68 years old, Barb Daly. Okay, the two live next door to one another in Grove City, Pennsylvania. Get this, Barb worked at General Motors for over 30 years. She commuted three and a half hours every single day as wow. the matriarch of her family. Barb now spends her days caring for her husband, two kids, and her seven grandkids. Um, you know what Grandma Barb does? She picks Corey up from school every day, has her killer noodles and gravy waiting at home. <laughs> Corey is hanging at home with Grandma Barb right now. She doesn't know. <laughs> We're going to secretly call Corey okay. first. Hi. How, How are, are you? you? Good. How are you? Corey. Oh, we're, we're so excited. We cannot wait to surprise Grandma Barb. Corey, tell us. She's normally the one that takes care of all of y'all, right? Yes. She's always, you know, she makes food for everyone. Oh. And she's always taking you in town if you need to borrow money or whatever. Oh. Actually, oh. breakfast right now. Oh, she's <laughs> making breakfast? breakfast? Okay, so she doesn't have any idea. Where Are you outside? Where are you? Yeah, I'm right out on our porch. Okay, okay are you porch. excited to surprise her as excited as we are? We're pumped. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right, go ahead, take it in and show us Barb. I got her some flowers, too. Oh, oh. Corey, you're the best grandson. Okay, let's see. Oh, jeez. Come on, Corey, this is so exciting. Hey, I got you something. I got some friends here, too. Oh. I got some friends here, too. Hi, Hi Barb. Grandma Barb. It's, it's Hoda. Jenna! <laughs> How are you? Fine, thank you. Uh, we just wanted to tell you something. You're on TV right now, okay? <laughs> because your grandson, Corey, put your name into a submission and he said that you were probably the most amazing person he's ever known. Is it okay if we record you? 
Sure. Well, oh. we want to tell you that um, oh. your grandson said you were his favorite person in the whole world. Corey, why is she so important to your family? Oh. So she's always taking us in town if we need to, borrowing us. She's always making dinner for us. <laughs> Barb, hey Barb, can we see you? Um, you know your you know your grandson wrote into us. He's like the youngest one to write into us in an email to say that he wanted to make sure that you got some love and attention. So we wanted to take a minute to thank everything that everything that you do, but we also have a little surprise for you. Quick question. What's your favorite place that you've ever flown to? No, I've never flown. You've never flown? Well, should we change that? Let, can we change it? Should we change mind? that? Does that sure. sound good to you? Okay, well, you might want to start packing your bags because you are headed to the Palm Beaches of South Florida. The Brazilian Court Hotel Palm Beach is treating you and a guest, Corey, <laughs> to a four-day, three-night stay. It includes a special welcome amenity, daily breakfast, dinner at the hotel restaurant, a full day of complimentary bike rentals. You're getting the round-trip airfare. Look at y'all. You're going to Florida. Barbara, what do you think? It's great. Are you excited? <laughs> Very excited. Well, you got a lovely grandson. He had flowers, and he, we, we loved learning about you and what a wonderful person you are. Will you all send us pictures from Palm Beach? Yes, I will. Okay, oh, Corey, are you going to be the one going? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I would we say so. We love both of y'all. You've raised an exceptional grandson. Yeah, Corey, you're We can't amazing. wait to see pictures of y'all in yeah. Florida. You guys have fun. Okay, thank, thank you, you. Bear. Good to bye, see you. Bye, y'all. Bye, Barb. Bye-bye, Barb. Okay, we're keeping these oh. surprises coming all fall long. So head to HodaAndJenna.com and hit the connect button if you know somebody who deserves to have their fall flip. So sweet. We love Barb. We love Barb. Coming up next, you've seen him before on our show, Rabbi Steve Leader opens up about a personal issue that some of you may relate to coming up after this. This Sunday is World Mental Health Day, and over the past year, four in 10 Americans have reported symptoms of anxiety or depressive disorder, and that's up from just one in 10 back in 2019. Yeah, and our good friend Rabbi Steve Leader knows those feelings all too well and is here today to talk about a very personal struggle. Steve is the senior rabbi at Wilshire Boulevard Temple in Los Angeles and the author of an incredible book, The Beauty of What Remains. By the way, read all of Rabbi Leader's books yes. because, and read them with a highlighter because they're full of <laughs> life lessons and I think that's what made this conversation especially poignant because you're a healer you're a helper people come to you and put their problems on your lap and you take them in and we don't ever expect the teacher to have problems um, right. in our heads at least and we think that you should but yet you were you were riddled with anxiety yes um, I've, I've suffered from anxiety most of my life I didn't always realize it because I, I was able to subordinate it, keep it locked in the basement of my mm -hmm. psyche through in just an incredibly brutal work ethic my whole life. Yeah. I, was, I was raised in a home with an impending sense of doom around each corner, yeah. you know, a lot of fear. Uh, it's in my DNA. And my remedy, which I learned very early on from my father, was to just work all the time. And that subordinated the anxiety. And then uh, something happened in January. I think it was a combination of yeah. carrying so many families through COVID. Mm -hmm. All of those funerals, all of 
that yeah. collective anxiety yeah. that was a part of my congregation, which you know is pretty large, so mm -hmm. it was a, a heavy load, and steering the institution through. And then um, I, I made a decision to help someone privately who I believe deserved a second chance. Yeah. It became public that I helped that person, and some people disagreed with my decision. Um, uh, about whether or not forgiveness was merited. And then I had this, this rush of fear of, that I was gonna be canceled by my own huh. community. And this just flung open that door huh. <clears throat> and triggered a, a paralyzing, paralyzing uh, ah. period of anxiety. I mean, we can see <clears throat> in your eyes, we can mm -hmm. hear it in your voice that this was something that was debilitating. And as Hoda said, you are the healer. Yeah, yeah. So how did you heal yourself in that moment? Well, it got so bad. I lost 10 pounds. Um, I, you know, was barely functioning. And I needed help. So I asked for help. I went to a very good psychiatrist. Uh, I got, for the first time in my life, the proper medication. Huh. And after a few months, I woke up one day, someone asked me, how are you? And I said, great. Yeah. And I said, who is, <laughs> is that, that guy? <laughs> and, and I started to realize what a normal human level of anxiety is uh. all about and how much better my life was. And all I had to do was get help. Yeah, and yeah. speak it out loud to say it because what you said, which is I think a lot of people are doing right now, is they the carry it. You bury it and you carry it and you continue yes. because you're productive and yes. you have a happy family and you can keep going and going and going. Right. And there are some who would say like, well, why not continue? Like yeah. what's the harm in continuing the way you had been for Well, a long you can time? only keep that basement door locked for so long. Yeah. And then, you know, there's the, these underlying mood disorders are banging on the ceiling with a broomstick. Yeah. And eventually, eventually they come out. And, and then you start to realize the high wire act you've been performing your whole life. Yeah. To, to keep it under control and to carry it. And I made the decision to come out about this because, first of all, uh, I believe in a whole system of beliefs that says we can change, that yeah. we can be better, that life can be better, that the world can be better. And I thought to myself, how can I not lead by example? Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of celebrities have come out about this, but we don't really relate to celebrities right. and see ourselves yeah. in them. Right. And so I decided to do it because, because anxiety plagues clergy, school teachers, yeah. Yeah. car repair workers, yeah. you know, uh, everyone. Moms and dads. Moms and dads, yeah. four out of 10. Yeah. Four out of 10 of us in this country. And, you know, there's an aversion to getting help. Yeah. I need these because my vision's not 2020. Nobody cares. Yeah. If I had diabetes, I wouldn't think twice about taking insulin. Yeah. Mental illness somehow. There's stigma. There's a stigma. Yeah. It's seen differently. And if we can just get past that and, and realize, as I like to put it, store-bought is fine. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> store-bought is fine. Yeah. We all, we all can change and, and have more beautiful and more meaningful yeah. lives. And also, uh, you know, you've helped all of us. Yeah. So many watching your whole, your whole um, temple yeah. find the beauty in their lives. And yeah. we're just so proud that you've let yourself find yes. that same beauty. I, I offer it to, to all of us. And, and you well, know, thank I you hope, for offering it to yourself. Well, thank you. And, and I hope people you know, the reaction has been incredible and people, I hope, feel free now themselves. If, if the rabbi who's supposed to know about yeah. a balanced and spiritual life is anxious, 
uh, you know, maybe it's okay for me to deal yeah, with my anxiety. Well, yeah. we're so happy you came to see us. Every single time you come, well, it's a better day than it was the day before. There's no so. one I trust more than the two oh, of you for thank this. You. Thanks. Thanks, Rabbi Leader. If you know someone who's struggling with anxiety or, or depression, head to hodenjenna.com for a list of mental health resources. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rabbi Leader. Up next, the woman changing Hollywood in front of the camera and behind it after this. As we celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month, we want to introduce you to a woman who is shaking up Hollywood. She's a writer and producer behind some of your favorite shows, and Donna got mm. the chance to talk with her. I sure did. Her name is Gloria Calderon Kellett, and if you don't know her name yet, you will. She's got lots of projects in the works, and she's proudly representing her Latin roots on and off screen. Check it out. I knew storytelling was something I wanted to do. That was the best part of my childhood, was great stories around a living room when people are laughing and talking. So TV was the perfect conduit. Writing meaningful stories is what makes Gloria Calderon Kellett a force in the television industry. As a first-generation American, Gloria grew up in a Cuban community in Portland, Oregon. What kind of TV shows did you watch growing up? I grew up on Fame, Love Boat, Fantasy Island. It was American pop culture shows or what I watched. So I grew up very much an American kid. But it was a TV landscape that often did not reflect her own family's experience. After graduating with a master's degree in theater, she moved to Los Angeles to become an actress. She quickly learned that as a Latina, her opportunities were limited. All the auditions I got were for Gangbanger's Girlfriend and Gangbanger's Sister. And it was shocking. And I would go in and it'd literally be like, Orale, put the gun down, Chewy. You know, like crazy. When I started auditioning was the first time it really kind of cracked open. And I thought about the representation I saw on TV and how it never reflected my life. Although 20% of the U.S. population identifies as Hispanic or Latinx, only 5% of speaking characters in films from 2007 to 2019 were Hispanic or Latinx. And those characters often perpetuated negative stereotypes. The more I auditioned, the more I got really frustrated. So I thought, oh, the people holding the pen, oh, they decide. So if I want to actually see change in my lifetime, I'm going to have to pick up a pen. Gloria got busy teaching herself how to write for TV and eventually landed jobs, writing and producing on shows like How I Met Your Mother and Devious Maze. In 2017, she was tapped by Norman Lear to be a showrunner on a remake of his 1975 sitcom, One Day at a Time, along with producer Mike Royce. The show, which ran four seasons, reimagined the TV classic with a Cuban-American family. Beater? It's more of a Mexican slur. Yes. How dare they call us Mexican? <laughs> Not what we're mad about, mommy. Mike first words out of his mouth was, we're gonna be partners. We're gonna be 50-50. And then every day, both of those men stood by those words and consistently lifted me up so that I could sit more in my power so that by the time I walked away from them, I am now able to do that for other people. Your daddy's forgiving. The show was praised for its refreshing portrayal of the Latino American experience. What was your reaction when Rita Moreno signed on? Rita was the first time I saw myself on TV. I saw my mother on TV. And so when I said to Norman, my mother, picture Rita Moreno, he said, oh, well, we should call Rita to do it. I was like, oh, okay. And then he did. And then she said, yes. I don't even. It's called fashion. 
Tommy. I think where it really feels good is when you're not just reaching the Latino community, but you're speaking for immigrants or anyone that feels disenfranchised that watches my work and says, oh my gosh, I, I felt seen in those characters. Gloria is continuing to create shows that joyfully represent Hispanic people and other marginalized communities. Her next project, titled With Love, is a romantic dramedy for Amazon that takes place over the holidays. It's just like joyful, fun, sweet, aspirational viewing, and I'm, I'm so excited to be able to give this to the world as my next show. As Gloria rises to the top of the entertainment industry, she shares her success through mentorship. She invites anyone on her sets to shadow her, has free masterclasses available on YouTube, and even answers industry questions on Twitter. Sometimes I'll have like 30 minutes where I'll say, okay guys, I'm here for 30 minutes, let's do this, let's go. And we'll talk through stuff. This shouldn't be privileged information. Storytelling can be so powerful and so wonderful. So to create spaces behind the scenes that are as inclusive as what I'm putting on screen is just as vital. Do you feel like this was your life's calling to create change in this industry? Oh gosh, that makes me sound too important. I think, I mean, oh gosh, that made me emotional. I'm just trying to honor my, my grandparents and my parents because I know so many people who come here with this beautiful promise that they can have the American dream too. And, they're like, yeah, and what that means is being able to prosper and be able to live an equal life. I'm the bearer of that. So for me, it's like, I can't fail. I can't fail them. And I take great joy in being able to do it. I love it. Mm, we love her. Oh. And this is just the beginning for Gloria, you guys. As you know, she has four shows currently in the works as part of her deal with Amazon Studios. And her newest, With Love, premieres on Prime Video December 17th. But you know what I love? Like, How do we, we not know Gloria until right now? So How do we not know her, her till right now? I know. She's we amazing. Want, yes, we're And obsessed. those tears just show how hard she's worked and how much more ground she has to cover. So we are rooting for her. We love her. Yeah, oh. the tears, the humility, oh, the effervescence, the enthusiasm. Gloria. Come here. <laughs> oh, Come here. Yes. Thank you so much. Donna. All right, coming up, we're unscripted after this. How did, you, how did awesome. you, like, why did you bubble up? Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with seven-time Grammy winner Casey Musgraves to talk about the inspiration for her new album, the process she uses to write those beautiful songs, and finding success while bucking convention in Nashville. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. Shall I? All right, it's time for Unscripted. Okay, so what are you watching now? Like, what's the new I'm thing not you're watching? watching anything. Nothing. Are you? Everybody, I, every time someone tells me what, what they're watching, I always go, when? When are you watching all the, when? Like, when not, is it possible? I am yeah. not watching anything. I, the last thing I've seen, which Ted I... Lasso. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, I haven't even finished Ted Lasso. Yeah, Ted Lasso. Okay, what else? Did you see Ted Lasso this not season? The, not the rest of it. I've did, seen a couple of them Did you this get season. to the Christmas edition? No, I haven't gotten to that yet. It's That's really a good. good. But I need to finish it. Thank yes. you for reminding me. I've been reading a lot. And but the last thing we watched <laughs> is... Stop showing off. It's not a show off. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. That's just so rude. First of all, you listen to a lot of motivational speeches and su such, just in your free time. By the time. way, Denzel Washington, there's one. You see? Wait, 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 wait. There's one where Denzel 
is giving a commencement address and it's if you look up if you Google Denzel Washington like commencement address it's something that someone did and they made it like a movie I was watching this commencement address. It was amazing. Oh, she just said, <laughs> no, but when do you have the time to read? Hoda has the time <laughs> to, to like get somehow Google Denzel Washington commencement address because she's heard it was delightful and then watch it and then probably journal about it and then podcast about it. And then, <gasps> by the way, that stuff is great for podcasts. You love. I love stuff speeches. like that. How many I speeches, speeches. A, a day do you listen to? No, I, I listen to a few a day, but I love. A because, few a day. Well, think about it, though. When you find someone who, look, I've seen you give a speech. You give a great speech. I've watched in a room where you hold people in the palm of your hands. I'm into it. You put it out there. It's beautiful. Some pe I just love to watch it. It's almost like watching. Sometimes it's like some people give them like sermons. It's like they take yes. you up and they take you down. And they tell you, where are we going? Where are we going? But the fact we don't know. That, that Hoda just said I was showing off by reading, which well, is reading a very is fundamental no, activity. <laughs> and you Google <laughs> speeches that make you feel good. You know, motivational speeches and listen to a few actually, a day. I want to actually want to read more. I really do because I, gave I you feel a you gave me a lot. I wanted you to read. <laughs> so don't look at me with those eyes. Which book? Beautiful the new Country. One? Oh, that one. I'd yes. like you to read the other. I'd like you to read the new one, but it's so you've got to get to. <laughs> it's thick, but it's good. And by the way, I read it twice. The thick one? Because the I, new one? I read it so long ago, you I couldn't, couldn't remember. remember, and I'm interviewing it's him. It's super thick, that book. <laughs> it, you read it fast, though. Okay, if you need, I don't, what are we even talking about? Is this television? Honestly. Okay, if you want to go good. fill up your cup of coffee, go ahead and do it now, because we'll be back right after this. We have to say a big thank you to the Palm Beaches, which provided Barb's round-trip airfare for two for her trip to Florida. It's going to be such a great trip for them. Thank you to them. Uh, tomorrow, legendary screenwriter Aaron Sorkin. He's got a lot to celebrate. Plus, we're reopening our studio kitchen with Brooklyn Beckham. Brooklyn's going to cook here? Yes. And find out what big trends are out there. Justin Sylvester will tell us. Okay, do not forget to check out our Today Talks. I need to get today to my girl. First podcast. No, I need to. Oh. Goodbye. I missed you yesterday. <laughs> oh wait, there's too much time. I, I need